Good evening, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Welcome to another episode of Steelers Friday Night Six Pack. I'm your host, as always, Tony Defio. Thank you for joining me on this lovely Friday night in Pittsburgh and wherever you are. I hope it's just as lovely as it is here. It's nice and mild. It feels like a, well, not that mild, but it feels like a a uh, prelude to the fall. We're heading in toward, towards the end of August, so I guess we're almost in that fall territory where we, we can have some crisp, cool uh, nights. And again, it's not quite that here, but it's getting there. So I hope you're having a lovely evening. And and before I begin, I'd like to please encourage you to to subscribe to our YouTube channel, the Behind Still Curtain YouTube channel, where we bring you live shows just about every night. There's this show, The Hangover with Brian Anthony Davis, Shannon White, and yours truly on Mondays. Steelers preview with with Jeff Hartman, Dave Schofield, and Brian. It's usually on Thursdays, depending on the schedule. Uh, know Your Enemy with with Michael Beck and Jeffrey Benedict. The Scobro Show with with Dave Schofield and his brother Rich. The Touchdown Under Show with Maddie Peverall and Mark Davison. Uh, Brian usually has the tales from two a.m., but that's going to morph into something else uh, by by the start of the season. But that's always an entertaining show. It's on Sunday mornings. So I'm sure there's another episode or two in there before the season starts. Um, what else we have? Uh, and of course, you can catch all those all those YouTube shows live, also live on Facebook. We're pretty big on Facebook. Um, we have a, a pretty active account there. Lots of lots of followers, lots of fans, lots of commenters. So you can you can catch all of our live shows also on Facebook. And of course, you can check check out all those shows. Those live shows on, on an audio platform, if you're choosing whatever, whatever one you, you you usually choose, you can find any of our shows live uh, after the fact, if that makes sense. But we also have an audio-only platform of shows, including Let's Ride with Jeff Hartman, a very popular show. He has his Ride or Die crew, very popular, very, very popular show. Uh, the Stat Geek with Dave Schofield, uh, The Live Mike with Michael Beck. Um, in the off season, we have the retro show, but we're going to kind of put that off until the reg- uh, until the next off season. But, but that's one you can catch next year, or you can probably find some old shows on on an audio platform if you, if you'd like to to delve into some uh, Steeler games from the past. Uh, Jeffrey Benedict, Benedict has a new show, a new audio only show called uh, "From the Cutting Room Floor," where he does a great job of di- dissecting some uh, Steelers plays and talking about Steelers players, usually. Some of those down the liners, some of those fringe players, some of those unproven players that that might make a difference sooner rather than later, or 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 later later rather than sooner. You don't know, but he but he's really good at that, at that kind of stuff. He knows his football, so please check that out. We have some new shows, uh, new personalities. Uh, we have what Shin's talking about. That's a new show. We have some fantasy football stuff. We have all kinds of stuff. So please check us out. Please, please. Uh, uh, Give us an upvote on, on on your audio platform. Like it, whatever you do on, on your particular audio platform, please uh, do the positive things. It really helps us out. And of course, please check out Behind Still Curtain the website. We bring you news, commentary, film breakdown. Anytime there's a transaction, anytime there's any kind of breaking news, we have it for you. As we like to say, it's your one-stop shop. It's your only stop shop for all your Steelers needs. And of course, I want to welcome everybody into the live chat. We have. Dennis Sheridan, George Teston. He was the first one here, by the way. Jared Devil, Cree X, Sean Manahan, Ben Tavares, or I'm sorry, Bert Tavares. Uh, let's see who else we have here before I continue. 
think I got everybody. Steeler Chick 46, T Money, my main man, Terry. He's saying hi all the way from Chicago. He's he's uh he's probably eating some some uh, deep dish pizza as we speak. Mac McElduy, thanks, Mean Joe. Calvin Colbert, the one I mis mis uh, mistook last week for the actual general manager, but it's not Kevin Colbert, it's Calvin Colbert. So welcome. Lawrence Thompson, welcome. So I'm glad you guys are with me tonight. And as you know, on Saturday, the Steelers will be playing in their all-important, quote-unquote, all-important dress rehearsal game at Heinz Field against the Lions. Uh, I think it's at 7.30. Is it 7.30 Eastern time? I should know that. I don't know. 7.30, 8 o'clock, something like that. I'm sure the live chat will tell me. But it's the, uh, it's the game that most of the veterans are expected to play. I think um, if you listen to Mike Tomlin's press conference on Thursday morning, he said he had a plan and he, he, he anticipated a lot of veterans would start. He didn't say other than Ben Roethlisberger, he, he really didn't say who else would start. Uh, we know Ben's going to start. How long will he, will he play? Gosh, who knows? 730. Thank you. She'll check 46 games at 730. Um, so how long will Ben play? I'm guessing maybe a quarter, maybe two or three series. Um, I don't see him playing beyond beyond uh, a quarter or a few series. And uh, I think that's the right move. You know, it's 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 typical for how they've handled Ben, especially the last six seven years. He doesn't see a whole lot of action in the preseason, and he really shouldn't. I mean, I think at this time in his career, less is more. I know he has the. Um, the new offense, he has to learn Matt Canada's new offense. And he, he said he wanted to play more more uh, this preseason. And, of course, they shut him down. They, 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 they shot him down. And who knows if he was even sincere. He might have said, you know, like Fred Sanford, hold me back, hold me back, you know, when he was always trying to fight somebody. He probably knew they were going to tell him he couldn't play more. But but he did say he wanted to play more because he wanted to, to uh, really get Matt Canada's new offense down and, and gain – chemistry with his uh with his players but hey let's let's be honest that's what that's what training camps for when you're not being hit when you, when you don't have any threat of being hit that's when you can really master that new offense and and uh build some chemistry with your guys with uh juju and ebron and the new guys Najee harris friar muth you name it so i, I think uh i, I think he, i think they're, they're going about it the right way so i'm not I, you know um, I was actually wondering when we talked about this, even though I knew, I, I kind of knew the answer, but I was wondering, uh, if he would play more this year, just because of the new offense, but I kind of figured things would go down the way they're going down. And that's with him playing again, a quarter or a few series on, on, on Saturday against the lions. And then you won't see him again until the regular season, September 12th against the bills. And I think that's how they should do it because, you know, is it is it important to build chemistry? Sure, it's important. Is it important to shake that rust off? Sure, it's important. Is it important to get a feel for how how Matt Canada calls a game, even though it's not really scripted? Or I, I guess there's going to be some uh, game planning for Saturday since it is a quote unquote dress rehearsal game, but not a whole heck of a lot. Let's let's not kid ourselves. But it's, but it's still important that he's out there and and everything. But it's not so important that it's it's worth him getting injured and and if he's injured 
gosh, we're gonna have to talk ourselves into. And, I mean, we're all we're all, no matter what camp you're in, I think we're all excited about uh, Dwayne Haskins, and and there are even some people that are excited about Mason Rudolph. But let's be honest: if something happens to Ben, uh, the confidence in this team is gonna go way down. So even if the, you know, those guys might surprise us, and whoever is the starter might surprise us, and have a good season, but you know, we, we can't really count on that. But with Ben, a healthy Ben, as long as his arm's right, I think, you know, that, that, that he's going to compete and he's going to go out there and, and have a decent year and keep them in the hunt until the end. So it's important that he stays healthy. And what I find interesting about this year, um, pe- people are worried about rust and, and uh, gaining chemistry, building chemistry and, 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 and uh, get working the bugs out for this offense, but he's going to play on Saturday. Even if he played the whole game, say he played the whole game, which would be crazy, but say that happened, say it was the bizarre world. And Ben Roethlisberger played the entire four quarters in the dress rehearsal game. Um, and he had a one well of a game. He took some sacks, took some hits, all the, everything, everything you would, you would experience in a normal game. He, he experienced that in, in the uh, dress rehearsal game. Said it happened. Okay. He's still not going to play another game for 22 days. So, so much for knocking the rust off, right? So much for, um, for uh, building any kind of rhythm, gaining any kind of rhythm in the offense. It's, it's all going to be, uh, you know, the, the rust is going to be, the in-game rust, I should say, is going to be built up again by the time the 12th rolls around. Even if for some crazy reason he played in the, in the last game, the fourth game against the uh, the Panthers, like was it the next Friday, a week from tonight, as you're as I'm doing this show live, it's still for, for whatever re- weird reason this year, it's there's a two week gap from the last preseason game to the start of week one for thirty of the thirty two teams. So even then, it would still be two weeks of uh, of uh, inactivity as far as you know playing games for for ben and the rest of the uh the offense and and, and the defense and everything so really you know when you think about it what's more important in modern football when it comes to preseason is it important to to, to get these guys some in-game exposure or is it more important that they stay healthy obviously with the younger guys with with the fringe players and with the with the rookies and and, and the guys who, are, who, who still need more who still need to prove themselves more, even people like Alex Highsmith and, and Chase Claypool. Uh, yeah, you want to, you, you still need to play in the preseason. But when it comes to everybody else, you know, are you, are you worried about Cameron Hayward? Are you worried about Stefan Tuitt, his inactivity? Are you worried about, you're, you're not worried about Ben, even if you are. I mean, he's Ben, he's been around 18 years. He'll be okay. He'll be fine. Even guys like Juju and, and um, Eric Ebron, even though he, you know, he's had a history of drops. That's his bugaboo. Um, you know, Joe Hayden. Are, are, are we really worried about those guys uh, being ready on September 12th? No, we're not. So I think the way things are now, uh, when it comes, you know, when you're dealing with a salary cap and, and players are always moving around the league as free agents looking for starting jobs. So that, that affects your depth the depth isn't what it used to be all across the NFL in the days before free agency, because those, those backups, the quality backups that used to uh, 
exist back in the day for years and years and years. They would stay on, on the same team. Remember Donnie Sheldon. And I don't think he became a full-time starter until like five years into his career. You know, in, in the modern world, a guy like that would probably be gone uh, by his, by the time he, he got a chance to start, he would leave as a free agent. So uh, you have to protect these guys in the preseason. You have to, you have to um, err on the side of caution and, you know, preseason is becoming more and more about seeing the young, the young guys, seeing the unproven players, seeing the fringe players, seeing the, the rookies. Uh, that's what it's more. That's what it's more about than it is about anything else because rust and, and, and all that stuff to repeat myself, chemistry, it, it doesn't matter because if you're only playing together for like a half a game, uh, what, the, what difference does it make by the time the regular season rolls around, you know? So uh, nowadays it's all about training camp. Uh, Mike Tomlin has said several times what, what these guys do in training camp weighs just as heavily as what they do in game in the preseason, you know, and if it's not just as heavily, it's pretty darn close. So, um, yeah, I, you know, I'm excited to see uh, Ben play and, and, and the rest of the offense, the rest of the ones in there, the, the starting five offensive line and see what they do with Najee Harris. Um, how much of a workload do they give him? That's one of the things I'm looking for. Uh, he's, he's carried, he carried what, like maybe four times last week, seven times, seven, eight times against the, um, the Cowboys. So what are they going to do with him on, on Saturday against the, uh, against the Lions? How, how much are they going to u- utilize him? Are they going to give him a, a bigger workload? Are they going to double it? Are, are they going to see how he handles, say, an entire, entire half of, uh, of being the uh, starting back? Are they going to play him into the second half? It's going to be interesting. Um, how much are they going to use Friar Muth? Is he going to play it all with Ben? Is he going to play it all with the ones? Because I, I think if you're talking about them utilizing more uh, two tight end sets in, in 2021, Friar Muth could be a, basic, essentially a starter. So that's going to be something I'm looking for. Um and of course, I want to see how he blocks. I want to see how he grades out that way. Because from what I've heard from from just basically second, you know, hearsay from listening to talk shows and 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 whatnot, he's kind of okay as a blocker, and he's not nothing special uh, yet. But as I've said in the past, I think he's going to be one heck of a uh, target, uh, a receiving threat. So that's really what I'm. Um, looking for on Saturday and, and to see how they utilize him with Ben in there. Um, what else am I looking to see? Well, I want to see just how Ben, as weird as this is, I want to see how, how Ben lines up, how often he lines up in the shotgun and not just in passing situations. You know, Ben, he essentially lined up in the shotgun the vast majority of the time on first, second or third down in the past. Um, so, you know, he mentioned in his press conference on, was it Wednesday or Thursday that, you know, the offense is him. It's going to be more of him, uh, taking the snap under center, um, rolling out play action pass, all those kind of things. How often is he going to do that on, on Saturday? That's what I'm really looking to see. It's like the main thing I want to see above everything else is I want to see how Ben lines up because I think it's important. And it'll be a, a, a preview of what we can expect once the regular season rolls around. So 
I am anticipating that. Of course, I'm anticipating him staying clean and healthy. And with that in mind, with that in mind, um, I'm I, another thing I want to see is Jeff mentioned in his uh, six pack of questions on uh, before the show that he put out on on, on the on the site. The starting five, you're, you're expected to see Shooks Akor for uh, Kevin Dotson, Kendrick Green, Trey Turner at right guard, and of course, Zach Banner at, at right tackle. That's what you're expecting to see on Saturday. But my question is, what about Dan Moore? I wonder if they're going to give him some work with the uh, the starting line, the, 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 the ones on the line. Is he going to get some time? A left tackle along Dotson, alongside Dotson and and Green and and and, and uh, Turner and, and Banner. Is he going to get some some work? Or is he going to get some work at left tackle and right tackle because they're trying to uh, see what he can do as a swing tackle now? You know, um, but he's been having one one heck of a decent camp um, by all accounts. And I watched him in person, uh, I guess a couple weeks ago when I went to camp. And I, I focused on him with my trusty three-decade-old binoculars. I, I focused on him in some one-on-one drills, and they looked really good by my untrained eye. And uh, by all accounts, he's looked pretty solid in the two preseason games so far. So I'm just really interested to see if he gets any time with the uh, with the uh, the starters on on the offensive line and with the the number ones overall on offense. And believe it or not, another uh, person I'm interested in is uh, J.C. Hassenauer because, you know, when you listen to people like like uh, Jeffrey Benedict and some other folks, he's kind of played a little bit better. Um, you know, he, he started six games last year for, for Pouncey at the end of the year uh, when he was dealing with uh, COVID and things of that nature. And he took his lumps. There's no question. He was not. It was a, it was a, a definite downgrade. When he went in there, you noticed that J.C. Hassenauer was in there. The the running game was was awful. Everything was 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 uh, got worse with him in there. But you know he he wasn't. I'm sure nobody expected J.C. Hassenauer to play as much as he did last year. You're talking about an undrafted free agent and uh, you know a down the liner, so to speak, an afterthought until last year, and then he starts six games. So did that benefit him? Did all that exposure? benefit him all that experience benefit him and make him you know help him improve and then of course you have adrian clem as your new offensive coordinator or, i'm sorry offensive line coach um working with him all summer and spring in, in the um uh, during the uh, the spring workouts so that's somebody i'm going to possibly keep an eye even if i don't notice him myself uh i'm interested to see moving forward what others have to say about him because you know, there's somebody like we're talking about Kendrick Green, the rookie, the third round pick out of Illinois. And I think everybody's expecting him to be the starting center. And I certainly want to see that because I really am ex- excited about him. But you never know. You never know what can happen. Um, people are saying that BJ Finney has been playing a, a lot at guard. So if you're talking about the the battle for the starting center spot, it's between Green and Hassenauer, it looks like. And, you know, Green's the, the favorite, but. You never know. So on that note, at the 20-minute mark, I've rambled on long enough for the first segment of the show. 
Uh, if you're watching me live on YouTube or Facebook, uh, please stick with me. I'm not going anywhere. I'll be right back in two and two. If you're listening on an audio platform, I thank you for downloading part one. And I please, I ask you, I implore, I beg of you to, well, I don't beg. That's a, that's a sign of weakness. But I ask you kindly to, to download part two of this episode of Steelers Friday Night Six Pack. I'll be right back. <laughs>